check, check.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. peace be with you. My brothers and sisters, since the beginning of Lent on Ash Wednesday, 40 days ago until now, we've prepared our hearts by prayer and penance and acts of charity. Today we gather to recall with the whole church the beginning of that celebration of the Lord's Paschal Mystery that is to say, of his passion, death, and resurrection. For it was to accomplish this mystery that he entered his own city of Jerusalem. Therefore, with faith and devotion, we commemorate the Lord's solemn entry into the city for our salvation, following in his footsteps, so that being made by his grace partakers of his cross, we may also have a share in his resurrection. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, sanctify these palm branches with your blessing that we who follow Christ the King in exaltation may reach the eternal Jerusalem through him who lives and reigns forever and ever. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus and the disciples drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village opposite you and immediately you will find an ass tethered with, and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them here to me. If anyone should say anything to you, reply, the master has need of them. Then he will send them at once. This happened so that what had been spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. Say to daughter Zion, behold, your king comes to you, meek, 
and riding on an ass, and a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the ass and the colt and laid their cloaks over them, and he sat upon them. The very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and strewed them on the road. The crowds preceding him and those following kept crying out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken and asked, Who is this? And the crowds replied, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers, dear brethren, let the crowds who claim Jesus in Jerusalem, let us go forth in peace. Please join in singing our entrance hymn, which can be found in the online program at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. All glory, laud, and honor in both English and Spanish.
us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, who is an example of humility for the human race to follow, caused our Savior to take flesh and submit to the cross, graciously grant that we may heed his lesson of patient suffering, and so merit a share in his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I may know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ear that I may hear. And I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Yeah. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness. And found human in appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. on page three of the electronic program. The congregation is asked to participate in the parts marked SS. The Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. One of the 12 who was called Judas Iscariot went to the priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says my appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, 
one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and giving it to his disciples said, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed on behalf of many for the forgiveness of sin. I tell you from now on, I shall not drink this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it with you new in the kingdom of my father. Then after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, this night all of you will have your faith in me shaken, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be dispersed. But after I have been raised up, I shall go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him in reply, Though all may have their faith in you shaken, mine will never be. Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to you, this very night before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even though I should have to die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples spoke likewise. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to feel sorrow and distress then he said to them, My soul is sorrowful even to death. Remain here and keep watch with me. He advanced a little and fell prostrate in prayer, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. When he returned to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, So you could not keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Withdrawing a second time, he prayed again. My father, if it is not possible that this cup pass without my drinking it, your will be done. Then he returned once more and found them asleep, for they could not keep their eyes open. He left them and withdrew again and prayed a third time saying the same thing again. Then he returned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand when the Son of Man is to be handed over to sinners. Get up, let us go, look, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, accompanied by a large crowd with swords and clubs, who had come from chief priests and the elders of the people. His betrayer had arranged a sign with them, saying, The man I shall kiss is the one. 
arrest him. Immediately, he went over to Jesus and said, Hail, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus answered him, Friend, do you, what, do you, what do you have come for? Then stepping forward, they laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. And behold, one of those who accompanied Jesus put his hand to his sword, drew it, and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back in its sheath, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I, came, I cannot call upon my father, and he will not provide me at this moment with more than 12 legions of angels? But then how would the scripture be fulfilled, which said that it must come to pass in this way? At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? Day after day, I sat teaching in the temple area, yet you did not arrest me. But all this has come to pass, that the writings of the prophets may be fulfilled. Then all of the disciples left him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. Peter was following him at a distance as far as the high priest's courtyard. And going inside, he sat down with the service to see the outcome. The chief priests and the entire Sanhedrin kept trying to obtain false testimony against Jesus in order to put him to death. But they found none. They found many false witnesses come forward. Finally, two came forward who stated, This man said, I can destroy the temple of God and within three days rebuild it. The high priest rose and addressed him. Have you no answer? What are these men testifying against you? But Jesus was silent. Then the high priest said to him, I order you to tell us under oath before the living God whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him in reply, You have said so, but I tell you, from now on you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, He has blasphemed. What further, need have we have what further need have we of witnesses? You have now heard the blasphemy. What is your opinion? They said in reply, He deserves to die. Then they spat in his face and struck him, while some slapped him, saying, Prophesy for us, Christ. Who is it that struck you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. One of the maids came over to him and said, you too were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it in front of everyone, saying, I do not know what you're talking about. As he went out to the gate, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, This man was with Jesus the Nazarene. Again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. A little later, the bystanders came over and said to Peter, Surely you two are one of them. Even your speech gives you away. At that, he began to curse and to swear. I do not know the man. And immediately, a cock crowed. Then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken. Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. He went out and began to weep bitterly. 
When it was morning, all of the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that Jesus had been condemned, deeply regretted what he had done. He returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elder, saying, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood. They said, What is that to us? Look to it yourself. Flinging the money into the temple, he departed and went off and hanged himself. The chief priest gathered up the money, but said, It is not lawful to deposit this in the temple treasury, for it is the price of blood. After consultation, they used it to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why the field, even today, is called the field of blood. Then was fulfilled what had been said through Jeremiah the prophet. And they took 30 pieces of silver, the value of man with the price of his head, a price set by some of the Israelites. And they paid for it for the potter's field, just as the Lord has commanded me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and he questioned him. Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said. You say so. And when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he made no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they are testifying against you? But he did not answer him one word, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now on the occasion of the feast, the governor was accustomed to release to the crowd one prisoner whom they had wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had assembled, Pilate said to them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had handed him over. While he was still seated on the bench, his wife sent him a message. Have nothing to do with that righteous man. I suffered much in a dream today because of him. The chief priests and elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas, but to destroy Jesus. The governor said to them in reply, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They answered, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. But he said, Why? What evil has he done? They only shouted the louder. Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he was not succeeding at all, but that a riot was breaking out instead, he took water and washed his hands in the sight of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. Look to it yourselves. And the whole people said in reply, His blood be upon us and upon our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, but after he had Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus inside the praetorium and gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped off his clothes and they threw a scarlet military cloak about him. Weaving a crown of thorns, they placed it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, 
they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat upon him and took the reed and kept striking him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the cloak, dressed him in his own clothes, and led him off to crucify him. When they were going out, they met a Cyrenian named Simon. This man they pressed into service to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull, they gave Jesus wine to drink mixed with the gall. But when he tasted it, he refused to, he refused to drink. After they had crucified him, they divided his garments by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And they placed over his head the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and the other on his left. Those passing by reviled him, shaking their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, and come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priest with the scribes and elders mocked him and said, He saved others, he cannot save himself. So he is the king of Israel. Let him come down from that cross now, and we will believe in him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. The revolutionaries who were crucified with him also kept abusing him in the same way. From noon onward, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus crowd, cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders, bystanders who heard it said, This one is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran to get a sponge. He soaked it in wine, putting it on a reed, gave it to him to drink. But the rest said, Wait, let us see if Elijah comes to save him. But Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and gave up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth quaked, rocks were split, tombs were opened, and the bodies of many saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming forth from their tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. The centurion and the men with him, who were keeping watch over Jesus, feared greatly when they saw the earthquake and all that was happening. And they said, 
Truly, this was the Son of God. There were many women looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was himself a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be handed over. Taking the body, Joseph wrapped it in a clean linen and laid it in his new tomb that he had hewn in the rock. Then he had rolled a huge stone across the entrance to the tomb and departed. But Mary Magdalene and the other Mary remained sitting there facing the tomb. The next day, the one following the day of preparation, the chief priest and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that this imposter, while still alive, said, After three days I will be raised up. Give orders, then, that the grave be secured until the third day, lest his disciples come and steal him and say to the people, He has been raised from the dead. This last imposture would be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, The guard is yours. Go. Secure it as best you can. So they went and secured the tomb by fixing a seal to the stone and setting the guard. The Gospel of the Lord. Welcome to Mass on this Palm Sunday as we commence that week called Holy Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is a day of uh, paradox, <clears throat> opening a week of paradox. Uh, just look at the meaning of the palm that you're carrying, the palm. It was, as you know, waved in victory and acclaim, waved and acclaim for a returning conqueror, a triumphant army. But today, saluting a man on his way to seeming defeat and death. A king, yes, but not riding in a chariot or on a regal steed, but on a donkey. To arrive Oh, not in a palace, but to wander around secretly in Jerusalem in the temple precinct, mingling with those throngs preparing to sacrifice the lamb at the impending Passover feast. Huh. When he would himself be the Passover lamb offered on the altar called the cross, that palm would be waved by those shouting, Hosanna, today. But that will become a reed in his hands as the crowd clamors, crucify him. 
That day, oh, he will not be carried by a donkey. He will carry a cross, crowned not with jewels, but with thorns. The throng cheering today will turn into a mob jeering, soldiers taunting. This day of triumph, my friends, this Palm Sunday will turn to seeming defeat. And yet, mm, yet he realizes all this, and he depends not on those cheers or popularity or not on palms waved in acclaim, not in the adulation of the crowd, uh-uh. No, he trusts. He trusts only in that unshakable faith learned from eternity, faith in his Father, into whose hands he will commend his spirit <coughs> on a bad Friday, strangely called good, a week of paradoxes. But our day of defeat, our week of seeming defeat, will end in ultimate, infinite, eternal victory. Stay tuned for next Sunday. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, <clears throat> the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through Him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake He was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all bishops, priests, deacons, religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That participating in the liturgies of Holy Week may lead us to live our faith more fully. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the health and well-being of Pope Francis and all who are burdened with illness, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life. 
we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the powerful intercession of Our Lady of Sorrows at the foot of the cross as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord.
that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands. Praise and glory to his name, our Lord and Lord of all his holy church. Through the passion of your only begotten Son, O Lord, may our reconciliation with you be near at hand, so that though we do not merit it by our own deeds, this sacrifice made once and for all, we may feel already the effects of your mercy through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for though innocent, he suffered willingly for us sinners and accepted unjust condemnation to save the guilty. His death on the cross washed away our sins and his resurrection has purchased our justification. And so with all the angels and saints of heaven, we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Come for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. death and resurrection, 
we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the very body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, that you may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen with him and in him. O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the Supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. Nourished with these sacred gifts, we humbly in beseech you, O Lord, that just as through the death of your Son on a cross, you brought us to hope for what we believe so. By his resurrection, you may lead us to where you call through Christ our Lord. You've commenced this sacred week well. We're glad you are with us, as well as those with us on TV at uh, the Catholic Faith Network and our live stream and the Catholic Satellite Network 129. I'm, I'm very happy to welcome a brother, Bishop Emilio, Emilio Napa, who works very closely with our Holy Father uh, for the missions of the world. And he's here to visit Monsignor Kieran Harrington, who you would know, who's the national director of our missions uh, our uh, mission support here in the United States. So please, we, you gotta, you're going back to Rome t this afternoon, Eccellenza. Would you give, you'll see the Holy Father and give him our love and prayers for Easter, okay? We sure look forward to you being with us. Uh, this is only the opening pitch. We got a great uh, nine innings. So we love, you're, you're always welcome here. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Through the intercession of our blessed mother, our lady of sorrows at the foot of the cross, may almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, which can also be found in the online program. Lift high the cross in both English and Spanish. <laughs> 